Well, welcome along. What we're going to be exploring uh, this week is the concept of really awakening to a new kind of programming. And when we think of that, we think of um, what is it to actually wake up every single morning. And, uh, and what we understand from Law of Attraction is that whilst you sleep, you are not creating any kind of um, um, attraction to yourself. And so if you choose to, every night that you go to bed, you can reprogram yourself so that when you awake in the morning, you're a brand new person. And that means that you leave the story behind of whatever was going on yesterday. And so hence that's kind of the reasoning behind never ever go to bed on an argument. Because if everything's resolved, then just before you lay your head down on your pillow, part of empowering yourself is to say, you know, I'll be better when I wake up. And I, used to, I started saying this uh, about four years ago, is that whenever I found myself on a, on a too big an obstacle course for me to um, handle, I would literally just go and have a nap. And I'd say, you know what, let's just leave it. I understand what you're trying to say, but my body's telling me that I just need to sleep and I need to reprogram myself and press reset or restart. Okay, and when you wake up, it's a brand new start. And so empowering means that we can move a lot faster than a lot of other people who are still asleep. Now, what does it mean to be asleep? Well, it means that life is kind of working in an unconsciously incompetent way, meaning you don't even know what you don't know. Now, how many as a percentage on the planet would you say uh, are actually sleeping? You know, they're, they're going through the motions of life. However, it's not really engaging in anything that they are consciously creating. It's kind of just playing out. That's the way that I think of it. And so we want to experience the opposite to this. Now, it's not your job to go and wake people up. Okay, that's definitely not your job. And that was needed to be told to me very sternly early on is that it is only my job for me to awaken to the possibilities of me. That's my only job. And through example, I will naturally wake people up as I meet them. And so by actually just being the best me that I can be and working on myself in terms of personal development and empowerment, that is my job. That's all I'm here to do. And in fact, really, when you understand what the reason or the purpose of being in life is, is to collect as many feelings as you possibly can. And so imagine that you've got a big bucket of feelings, like a big pot of feelings, and you scoop in there and you pick out um, hate, okay? And you recognize in yourself that you experience this emotion and you experience it somewhere in your body. And so you awaken to that emotion and you recognize it. All right, now hate sometimes can be judged, just like fear can be judged, just like um, guilt can be judged, but they're genuine emotions. Okay, so when we wake up to the factor that we hate something, now we can hate something on our physical body, like our thighs or our stomach or our um, nose, we could hate our hair, we could hate the clothes we're wearing, we could hate the house we live in, we could ha hate the location we're living in, we could hate our boss, we could hate that, um, that parent who abused us, we could hate um, the person we're married to. Um, how do we come about to the emotion of hate? That's what's interesting, okay? Because it is an emotion that we're here to collect. And once we've collected it and we've felt it in our body, 
we um, accept it as a, as a valid emotion that we're feeling and then it is our job to wake up to that emotion and recognize that we can now alter our experience of that emotion. Okay, so if you imagine that um, you're in a prison camp, okay, and you happen to be one of the minority who was rounded up in, in World War II and, and set, sent to Auschwitz as an example. And so here you are, you're in this situation that you found yourself. Would it be natural to hate the person who's persecuted you? Might it even be natural for you to hate the fact that you are the race that you are? or that you are the way that you are? Might you hate the people that are around you? Um, could you even turn inward and hate yourself for the thoughts that you're having? And so sometimes by putting yourself into an extreme situation or contrast is what we call it, you can awaken to the response that it would be perfectly normal if you were visiting somebody in a concentration camp that they would experience the emotion of hate. And yet when you experience the emotion of hate, you think it completely unreasonable. And this was something that, you know, for me that I needed to accept about myself was that, you know, just on a continuum, if I wanted to experience absolute bliss, joy and happiness, then chances are that I was going to have the opposite experience at some stage of jealousy, despair, helplessness, hopelessness, hate, anger, rage, all of those emotions that I would normally place a judgment on. And in fact, because I was judging them, I was pushing them away, and because I was focused on pushing them away, I would get more of it. And so, you know, I built up this kind of immunity to these emotions that were negative, and I tried to ignore them, or I tried to pretend that they weren't playing out in my existence, because I refused to accept them or to love that side of me, which was the negative side of me. Now, you know, it is natural for us to understand that in seasons we're going to have, you know, a spring that follows probably one of the coldest um, seasons. See, like, isn't it incredible that it was kind of organised that way? Isn't it amazing that after every single night time there's a sunrise and a day that will follow? And so just recognize that when you experience these negative emotions, when you fully live in that moment, so you live in the night time, you live in the winter, what's great about the winter? You know, isn't that an opportunity for you to rug up, to go skiing, um, to eat beautiful warm foods, to um, see the landscape completely change and to see the animals that um, prosper in the winter? Um, to understand that it might be time to hibernate. Like what is your nature when you go into winter? What happens to you when, when that happens? And so, you know, part of waking up is to understand and to accept what those core nature signals are trying to indicate to you that um, is going to be a natural occurrence. And not to hate it, hate the hate, but to embrace the hate and recognize that you know at some point it is going to be okay to hate a certain situation all right and you know there needs to be then levels of appropriateness around you experiencing those certain emotions and how you're going to play that out and uh, i always remember my mum saying you know don't swear too much in general 
because you want to save up some words for when they're really, really appropriate. And, you know, I'd laugh because my mum is just the most incredible actress and she just um, has always lived life on full beam is how I think of her. You know, like it's, everything um, is just an adventure when you're around her. She she creates a fantasy world and, and for her 20 grandchildren, it is just so exciting to be around Moppy because, you know, for Moppy and Poppy, they are they were both actors and so they've created this world where when the children come in it's exactly as children would expect it to be they can have whatever they want they can experience whatever it is they need to experience and everything is um, created in such a way that it's an adventure and um, she was telling this story when she first saw fame the movie fame and uh, the girl is is there and you know she's trained really hard to get this position and she's gone to the, um, you know, where she goes to dance and, and she sings that song afterwards when she, when she hasn't got it. And she swears out loud and it's like this gut-wrenching moment where you really feel for her that things are as bad as they're ever going to get. And she's experiencing that moment. And I remember my mum, um, you know, talking about it when um, my now sister-in-law was widowed and, um, and you know, at the funeral, saving up that incredible amount of emotion or words to be able to experience it at that time. And, you know, sometimes I think we waste that emotion. Or we don't wake up to it. And so even just for me, the memory of experiencing it is enough for me to go there, to go to that place where you can experience that emotion of, you know, I hate that this is happening to me. But at the same time, I accept that I hate it, which is a very, very different place. And then when you breathe and you accept it, you breathe through it. Okay, so just like any kind of emotion, when you accept it, it integrates in your body. So where do you feel it? You know, where do you feel pain? Where do you feel hate? Is it in your gut? Is it in your throat? Is it, is it actually internal? And then when you breathe through it and you understand that, you know, now your eyes leak or, you know, whatever happens when you experience that, you're able to breathe it out, integrate it, and then understand, okay, so now that I understand that I hated that, what was great about it? And because you've integrated it, you just, you move straight through the lesson. And that's what awakening to emotion is, is it's not pushing it away, it's embracing it and giving it its due. So paying it its respect, feeling the emotion, and then filing it into that pot, and then choosing another emotion. Now what would be a great emotion after hate to experience? What about relief, that it's over? Could you shift from hate to relief quite quickly? Oh, thank God that that is over. Thank God that now I can, I can be in this moment right now and that I can focus on what it is that I need to focus on to get me to the next better feeling. And after relief, if I really awaken to relief, where do I feel that in my body? And so you start to recognize that now where do I feel it? Mm, relief. Mm, my shoulders. I feel relief as if a pressure has been taken off my shoulders and now I can stand tall and I'm able to go from relief to certainty. 
and where do I feel certainty in my body in my spine you know I'm very very strong I'm very very solid I know where it is that I need to um, capture and be awakened to certainty and once I feel certainty I can definitely shift now into hope okay so what's my hope for a new beginning what is it now that I'm in my spring that I can create for my life perhaps a new friendship perhaps um, a better possibility and where do I feel hope you know hope I feel in my heart I can feel hope and then when I go from hope and I attract and I create and I gather that feeling and I lock in hope then once I'm in my heart space then I go to joy and now I'm creating from joy and I experience joy where do I experience joy oh it tingles it's like it's starting to go to you know around my skin I feel joy or excitement <clears throat> you know encapsulate me like a bit of a blanket and as I experience joy and I wake up to that feeling of joy now I'm a bit uncertain again because I'm giving off an impression that I'm, I should be in a hurtful position because others that this has happened to will judge me that I'm a bit too joy filled so now I need to now I need to go into a bit of uncertainty where do I feel uncertainty mm, in the pit of my stomach alright so judgment now I've gone from a bit of uncertainty into judgment I'm judging myself I'm judging myself that something's happened to me that a minute ago I was crying about that now I've let go of and I'm experiencing judgment from a point that is really more of a scarcity base and it's up and down my back so the judgment isn't mine it's a feeling that I'm getting that somebody could stab me in the back oh okay so I don't want to be too joy filled here because I get a feeling that somebody's about to stab me in the back and so I've gone from judgment now to anger why would they want to stab me in the back you know it was my journey I experienced the hate it was my thing I got myself through to relief and to you know joy and I you know so you see that as you awaken you become like this you know a bit of a, a crazy person for a period of time because you're starting to really sense the feelings that are happening as they're happening and you awaken to them and you know when you start voicing them and you start calling the emotion as you feel it not as you hear it and you know I've had experiences where I've worked with some of the top coaches around the world and they'll be talking and we might be in a forum say I coach groups of coaches and I remember this one time that I was saying to this coach what I hear you saying is this and another coach cut in he goes that's not what he said he said this and I just looked at that other coach I said as I said what I hear you saying is that this is the issue and the and the guy turned around and goes that's exactly that's exactly right now that was a big lesson for the other coaches because sometimes auditory what people are saying is not what I'm hearing what I'm hearing I can feel also in my body and so therefore it's incongruent and so have you ever had that experience where what you're saying is not what you're feeling and you're saying it for the other person thinking that you can fool them or thinking that you can get around them that's not empowerment that's confusion and as you create more confusion for people that you are actually hating them but you're pretending like they're okay and their behavior is okay not only are you going to create confusion you're actually going to set yourself up for not experiencing that feeling not waking up to that feeling
Now, am I saying that you go around and you tell everybody I hate you and I don't like what you're doing? No, because remember, it wasn't our job to wake anyone else up. It's not our job to do that. And usually, as we start to experience this waking up feeling, um, very few words are actually required. In fact, this is the first time I've really been able to, um, I guess, experience it in terms of teaching it all in one section. So I'm very grateful for the opportunity to be able to do this because for a lot of people, they don't get what I mean when I'm, I'm saying, you know, what you're telling me is not what, the, what I'm feeling. And you are incongruent and so therefore you're not opening to the possibility of anyone helping you. And until you get past this crossroads, don't expect things to expand for you. And you know, they'll get frustrated at me and they'll get, you know, annoyed at me. That's not, that is not necessarily my journey. They're paying me for my advice as a coach and I am giving them quality feedback based on me as an individual. And I can say, now, when you're saying that, I feel in the pit of my stomach that that's a lie. Are you telling me that that's congruent for you? Because if it is, then you have lost your way. You now no longer know what's congruent for you and what's not congruent. And when you're free to be able to speak spontaneously as to what it is that you're experiencing with your buddy. Now, who's your buddy? Your buddy might be somebody who has decided to come on this empowerment program with you. And you decide as, as a buddy that you are going to be their unreasonable friend. You're going to hold them to a level of accountability that you've never held anyone to a level of accountability before. That's a big deal. That's not something to take lightly. That is a huge responsibility. And waking up to that, it means that you have to be a lot more in tune with your feelings. Because when you are in your workplace, when you're out in your families, all that type of thing, you are going to get feedback. And the feedback you get from others is recognizing when they're incongruent and just observing it. No need to tell them because they're not your buddy. Okay, until you have a contract with somebody that you agree to buddy up with them to empower yourself. So you might recommend this program to someone and then say, okay, so we're going to go through it step by step together. Do you agree? And then you've got a third party to be able to say, you know, when Kate said this and I felt this in my body, this is where I felt it. And when Kate mentioned that she felt this and I cried at the same time, it was because it brought out a mirror in me of a time when I hated a situation that happened and it's ready to heal. And I learned about myself this. What did you learn for yourself? All right, and so that's why it's important in empowerment to actually give you the tools. These are the tools that I learned not just as a psychologist, not just as, you know, someone who um, has been trained as a coach for eight years and, and neuro-linguistic programming and, and all of that stuff. This is someone who's actually passionate about my experience that I'm choosing to have on a daily basis. It doesn't come from any degree. It doesn't come from any book that I've read. It doesn't come from any audio seminar that I've heard. What happened though is when I read those books, when I completed the degrees, when I went to entrepreneurs, when I met with business owners, I actually collected the feeling. You know, what does it feel like to feel completely insignificant? What does it feel like to feel completely stupid and dumb and ignorant and naive? And what does it feel to feel empowered and successful and loyal 
and compassionate and supported and loved. And your journey of waking up is to recognize in your body, where do you feel these emotions? How do you integrate these emotions? And start to collect parts of yourself back again so that you become whole. And that's the reason for you completing your journey, is just to become whole. And imagine if you set out on this journey to collect 4,000 different feelings, 4,000 different emotions in your 4,000 weeks that you walk on the earth. Now you might walk for 10,000, who knows? 6,000, 2,000, however many, what is your reasoning to be here when you experience life in the moment? Do you think they're the moments you're gonna truly remember? You know when you're completely present? I remember the, um, the weekend before I traveled overseas on my working visa. So, you know, little did I know that I was about to be away for just over two and a half years. And um, a group of us went down and stayed in a, in a friend's house um, down in the northern New South Wales beaches. And um, they have this incredible house and uh, straight across from the beach. And so I think there was, you know, eight of us or something that went away as a farewell party. And we were sitting on the beach and um, looking out and this whole pod of dolphins, you know, came and, and some of the guys were body surfing in with these dolphins. And, and it was a moment in time. It's a moment that I can take myself back to and know that for me, Australia is home. Like it was like, you know, farewell, but come back and, and where else do you get these friendships? Where else do you get, um, you know, this place? And, and that friend of mine that had that house is still one of my, my dearest companions on the journey that I choose to take. And when I'm really stretching myself, when I'm really um, trying to understand what's actually going on for me, it's her who I ring. She's one of the people because she experienced that moment with me, you know, and she created that moment with me. And so it's important to understand that there are gonna be certain people that when you go back through those moments and you recognize, and you know, to me, that's what I call an angel. I've had angels all throughout my experience that I realize if that person wasn't there at that moment, <laughs> there's just no way I would have made it through. Now, they might've seemed insignificant at that time, but it might've been one way they looked at me um, one reassuring smile they gave me at that time and you'll start to recognize that those people were in different places at different scenes of your life and actually they were the people that got you to where you are and there's a few of them I mean like we're talking six to ten maybe twelve you know twelve people in total and you're here to collect the feeling of gratitude for that person that's in your life and you're whole role is to be grateful and to thank them regularly and often magnificently in abundance when you recognize who those angels have been that have got you to where you are you know that's becoming empowered and waking up isn't it and recognizing that maybe everybody else who has played a part are just the extras in your life but the main cast who is the main cast of your life you need to wake up to those people and you need to recognize that they are going to be the people that you're going to collect the feelings from. And sometimes they've had to play like the bad guy. Who's watched Days of Our Lives, you know, when you recognize that, you know, how can that baddie then turn into the goodie later on and then save the day? How can that happen? 
he was just nasty but now you're in love with him now you're having his child you know whatever it is when you when you look at the soap operas and then you tune in a year later and he's back to the bad guy and he's saying well I knew he was a bad guy so well, what what made you even think that that person was the good person now when you get to the curtain call do you hate the person who is the actor or do you hate the character that they're playing and how, how many of us when we see those um, those humans those actors that are given all the bad roles to the point where now they're stereotyped as the villain and they can never ever get roles that they're playing good because the whole public whenever they see their name it conjures up somebody who um, you know has black hair and is nasty and you know they always play the negative character and you know I'm thinking of the guy straight away who is in Harry Potter but is also in Lion King and is also in a lot of the um, Henry VIII movies and things like that so you start to conjure up straight away pictures of people that you just hear their voice and you recognize oh my god they're nasty they're evil and just because I've seen them play a nasty character and even if it's a cartoon and it's their voice you recognize and you tag their voice to a nasty character but does that mean that the human who's playing that role that individual is a nasty individual and so you know in your cast of hundreds and there's the main cast of maybe 12 how many of those people have you cast as the villain but in actual fact they're playing a character that is enabling you to experience and awaken to a new feeling and sometimes that feeling might be regret sometimes it might be heartbreak somebody sometimes it might be anger you know um, sorrow all of those things they're playing the character to allow you to wake up to those feelings and they've given you the gift of experiencing that feeling and you need to thank them you need to thank them now you don't need to include them back in your life I mean that was a relief for me when I understood but imagine if you just called them and you said you know the last time that we um, we caught up it was it was really negative and we got caught up in a whole bunch of stuff and I'm not calling because I want to have a relationship with you anymore but I do want to acknowledge that there were parts of that relationship that really served me and in fact were some of the best moments of my life and you know I just want to call and acknowledge that I'm really grateful that you actually were in my life and that I learnt those things you know from you and with you and um, you know as I said I don't want a relationship with you I just wanted to ring you and just say I did appreciate moments of our, our relationship um, but I'm ringing just to say goodbye and that um, that I hope you have a really great life and um, yeah we'll talk we'll talk or we won't talk bye and just hang up now that person may never talk they may never acknowledge that because it wasn't about them it's about you experiencing from going from hate to relief to forgiveness to acceptance and when you wake up and accept that it is what it is and they've played a character in your life and they've sharpened you or they've made you better they've made you stronger then you can have gratitude and you can write that letter you can make that phone call you can have whatever it is that you need to have as a ritual to acknowledge that person in your life of where they played that role and move on let it go because they say that unforgiveness is like drinking poison and wishing the other person would die <laughs> it's not going to work okay you're drinking the poison alright so if when do you forgive and you actually accept and you can do that very very quickly you've 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 achieved the goal which is you have secured the feeling 
and you felt it in your body. Now honor that feeling and let it go and move on to experience the next feeling. All right, so that's your, your homework for this week. If you choose to accept it, make that phone call. You know, there's another phone call I want you to make. I want you to think of the person that has been the greatest character in your life, one of the most fun people and you've just lost touch, not because of anything other than life happened and you moved on, but you know they're an angel in your life and it's time to reconnect and give them a call and say, you know what, I don't know why we haven't caught up and I just think it's been awkward, so I'm just making the first call so the next time that I call it's not awkward, we just lost touch, but you know what, um, I know you probably don't have time to talk now, but I was just thinking of you and I wanted to give you a quick call and just say, I just love having you in my life and I don't want because of um, it being awkward that we don't contact each other. Now I bet that person is going to say, no, 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 let's catch up right now. Um, if they don't make a time and catch up, but that's going to be one fun phone call. So um, they're your assignments. Have fun with them. Have a great week. Bye. This presentation is designed for educational and informational purposes only. The workshop materials and presenters information contained within in no way provide legal, tax or investment advice to participants. The information presented is designed to provide participants with reference material towards creating the success they desire. Unauthorised copying, public performance, broadcasting and renting of this material in whole or in part is strictly prohibited. If you would like more information please go to www dot leisureseekers dot com dot au